0: with AWB Contract Templates. It is important for other people to witness and recognize the validity, necessity, and beauty in Black joy and how it creates Black history every single day. And it's even more important as a Black person, at any intersection of your Blackness, to understand that recognizing yours and the validity of every Black person around you that you witness on a day-to-day basis, online and offline, is all just as necessary. All of us recognizing, honoring, and realizing one another's joyfulness is a necessity to us being a part of joyous Black history creation. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it's amazing to see you here where you are challenged to reconsider your normal and consider realities you may be unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here with my co-host, India Jackson, to get the dialogue going. Hello, Miss India, with the Daria t-shirt on today. (laughs) Hello, thank you for the Daria t-shirt. We even have matching glasses. I love it. (laughs) For those of you that do not know, India loves Daria. So when this t-shirt showed up, it was like, oh, oh, Daria shirt. Let's do that.
1: <laughs> it's one of my go-to shows back in what, middle school, I think, in high school.
0: I Maybe love, love that show. Oh, my gosh. I love Daria. <laughs> oh, the pessimism. <laughs> so. I want to make sure by starting off and acknowledging that this podcast is being recorded on the stolen land of the Susquehanna, Piscataway, Nanticoke people, native to
1: this area known as Maryland. Mm, thank you for that acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. So often we're here and we're here because a client has a subject matter they want us to dig into, or sometimes it's... Eric has a fire under her butt, (laughs) (laughs) wants to talk about something but today we're here because there's something that you said back in episode 94, which we'll link to in the show notes. And it's stayed with me since, well, number one, you have this very poetic way of speaking and writing that I'm very thrilled that has been coming out even more and more onto the podcast and to your newsletter and just in all the places. Um, so it's part what you said, and it's al- also part how you said it. Do you want to repeat it? <laughs> I re- I, and, and it was one of those
0: things that I said, and I didn't even realize how impactful it was until afterwards. And I was really glad that that message was delivered through me. We find beauty where there is none. We find joy and innovation where there seems that there is no way because it is in our DNA. We being black people.
1: I feel like I should start snapping. (laughs) We we go get the we go get the poetry slam snap going. Yes. There is something about the first time that I heard you say that, that just like, mm, it has not left me since. And being a person of color, being a black person, (laughs) where there is that history being an Mm African-American black person of so much that has happened within my DNA lineage. I feel so witnessed in what you said there. Hmm. I love the witness word. That's a great word
0: to use for that.
1: Well, and I think that it's one thing oftentimes to want to kind of talk about Black history, which we're going to go into in this episode. And it's very past oriented. It's very achievement oriented in some communities and in others. It's very trauma oriented. Yes. But there's something about finding that through line that still applies, whether we're looking at, you know, Africans first coming to America or here today, right now of your statement. We are still finding beauty where there is none. We are still finding joy and in innovation where there seems that there is no way. Our DNA has not changed.
0: Well, I have to acknowledge that clearly our DNA double helixes have been impacted because of the fact that you know the first Africans violently placed on the soil did not have any choice in this it wasn't an option and not even just making lemonade out of lemons but like making a whole dinner spread out of lemons was what we needed to do to simply save our lives. Yes. And so to think that the simplicity of innovation was something that was a necessity to stay above ground. It was a necessity to safety. And so when there was at some point, even in small doses, the ability to exhale and simply utilize that ingenuity for your own uses and desires and wants and thoughts and needs. It's like, oh, I actually might like this. There might be something in here I want. There could be joy. There could be fun. There could be love. All of a sudden, All of these tools that we had to use that were deployed to support the people that enslaved us, not because we wanted to, but because we had to, we were able to reclaim those tools as ours. And that's why it's so important to acknowledge that tools that were born out of strife can build and create so much beauty. And that is the necessity of paying attention to the joy that is black history, not just enslavement, not just the civil rights movement. Um, There's so many things that you can focus on that is based in trauma when it comes to the
1: history of black people. And we leave the joy behind. We do. And and let's talk about that. I mean... Obviously, Black history is crammed into the shortest month of the year. Well, problem number one. (laughs) But even then, you know, we make it something beautiful. And it's not lost to me that you and I often talk about how Black history isn't just the past. Like we are literally creating Black history every day. Like this conversation is Black history. You're listening to black history as you take in the audio of this episode or read the article. Um, Erica, you and I are black history. And I think that is such a beautiful gift to acknowledge that and to honor that and to allow it to guide how we live, how we lead, how we love, and also how we earn. Um, You talked about joy and There is so much joy in the innovation. You know, everything from music to fashion to you name it. <laughs> There's just so many beautiful things that have been created and are being created today from Black creators.
0: Part of what I think, and I'm glad you you mentioned it, because too often Black creators are marketed as existing in some very specific places. Music, movies, sports. Doesn't mean that we don't exist outside of there, but our impact on those other areas isn't regularly focused on or acknowledged. Random case in point, uh, the masterclass that you've been taking in that's on my list, I think it was Ron Finley, the gangster gardener. Yes. As somebody that is all about my houseplants and is about to get this whole outside landscaping and and herb and vegetable growing going come this spring, come this fall, like I want this to be a regular thing that I plan for consistently so that even in the winter, I got some potatoes ready to go. They about to come out.
1: I got all the things happening.
0: We don't hear Black people focused on in the gardening and the growing space.
1: And what do we lose out on when we only focus Black history, A, in the shortest month of the year, and don't spread that out, but B, (sighs) only in specific types of Black history? Um, I am very appreciative to the work that Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, and so many other Black leaders of the past have done. And there's things happening right now as well that we can include in that that don't have as much trauma associated with it. Mm -hmm. Ron Finley's such a great example. I mean, it's not just the gardening, but gardening is innovation in itself. And then this creator, without giving you too many spoilers, sorry, Erica, is also showing you like this isn't just a privileged thing, right? We right. can make a garden be a part of the sidewalk that's missing the concrete. Right. That's room for a garden. There's soil right. there. We can make a planter. Be a discarded dresser drawer in the dump. And here's how you actually go in and um, reinforce this dresser drawer to not fall apart once you start adding water to it. Right. We can make so many things of something that seems so simple as putting your hand in soil actually change our communities as well by providing access to groceries that people may not have access to at their local. What is it called? Bodega? Bodega. (laughs) Yes, ma'am.
0: Well, and that's a part of building some interdependence. That's some part of acknowledging that you can have more a part, you know, in the life cycle of yourself and those around you. And this is the other piece that I have to make sure is coming, you know, loud and clear with the bullhorn right now. Black joy, Black history. Black education, Black connection. It is not simply about what makes its way into a book, what makes its way onto a TV screen, into somebody's website or blog post. It is what happens on a day to day basis, on a personal level, every time that you're connecting. You don't know who you're connecting and how far reaching. That can go. So, to remember that you cannot underestimate the validity, the necessity, and the impact of the smallest comments, the smallest actions, the smallest outreach. You don't know how many generations you just helped by simply being present and being a part of a positive change and a positive impact. It doesn't always have to be so big. Sometimes it's literally just being present and going back to what you said, allowing someone to be
1: safely witnessed. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think about your daily conversations. I think about, you know, (laughs) for some reason, what you just said made me think about like, make sure you have some black friends, right? Not just black educators, black books black people to date. Like, are you actually friends with black people? Like truly friends with them? And what are you learning from them? Um, And not like, I'm going to pick your brain learn from you, but like to know them better, getting to know their experiences, what joy is for them and how do you celebrate that with them?
0: What about them is being normalized by them simply existing in their regular day to day? I'm just here. And I think what you said is so important because if you only have black people around you and or accessible in a teaching and or service modality, I need you to work on that. We are not only here to serve and to give and at the same exact time, you have to understand what it means to build relationships with people that you may or may not understand because you don't you don't have to understand us to validate us. Let me acknowledge that too. But part of it is because you don't understand and you want to still understand that I'm valid even if you don't understand me. You don't have to understand me in order to validate my existence. My existence is validated simply because I exist. But the more that you interact with me in these mundane, regular ways, the more you are able to pick up the nuances of what makes me who and how I am. And so then you're able to understand how it is that I intersect with life and how that might be different than how you intersect with life. There is value in understanding somebody else's reality is valid. And you have to reconsider your own normal by understanding that they're valid is normal.
1: And there's something about proximity that allows space to observe, witness, acknowledge, and celebrate the beauty of the people around you. Um, You know, when I think about celebrating Black joy for Black History Month and like, what does that mean? Um, for me, oftentimes, well, number one, it's not Black History Month. It's all the time.
0: <laughs> it's,
1: it's a regular but, ass Tuesday every yeah. day. <laughs> but it's part of that for me is seeing where can I create even more opportunities for people who are Black to experience joy Right? Um, our roller skating meetups is a part of that. Yes, we have right. people from other backgrounds and identities there as well. but, like, am I and how I'm spending my time and moving through the world, mm-hmm. am I creating more opportunities for joy, more opportunities for movement, for embodiment, to be yourself and to just be right. a human in that moment and not have to attach it to work or sales or All the other things that I think we can get caught up in when we're thinking about DEI and success. Um, And then that second piece of that is amplification. So, Mm -hmm. you know, as I'm witnessing people in my day-to-day life that are um, doing Instagram live or um, posted something on LinkedIn or wrote this really interesting article or had this really cool podcast episode. And it's highlighting some unique pieces of who they are or what makes them happy or it has them fired up sharing it. And so often I know like our visibility people can hear me talking and instantly think India is talking about putting stuff in your stories and in your newsletter. And yes, there's that, but sometimes it's as simple as mentioning to a friend that you witnessed this thing and you thought they'd find it interesting.
0: So being that we did kind of touch on social media, I actually want to kind of drive home a point and I want to acknowledge that social media is part of it. And when I am addressing social media right now, I am specifically thinking about uh, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. But I'm going to mention also any type of visual media. So whether that's television or whether that's uh, movies as well, or even you know music if it's um, long form video format, something like that. The reason that I want to drive drive this home is because very often the black experience, when you mention like being witnessed, I think that there's a place where there's the witnessing that is not helpful. And that's when you're kind of witnessing people in a zoo type of way of like you're a, you're an animal and I need to watch you or I need to watch you to know how to watch out for you. But for me, it's that piece of are you able to behold me being joyful and not turn away? Because very often a lot of the statistics will show that people will turn off black joy. They'll you leave black. Thank you for saying that. Trauma porn on, but not joy.
1: Thank you for pointing that out. That is a subject matter that I think you and I both talked about in Instagram lives and things like that um, during 2020. And I don't know if we ever bought it to the podcast because like 200 or so episodes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know right. what's in the crates. Nope. Um, but it's true is that, you know, be mindful. What are you telling an algorithm? when you choose to opt out of black joy, because what you said is 100% true, Erica. Unfortunately, the masses, maybe not the people that listen to this podcast or read our articles, but the mass population is more likely to give more views, more shares, more comments, right? All of these things are voting with your attention of what gets re-put out into the world for more mm-hmm. people to organically discover. Black trauma, mm-hmm. police brutality against Black people, right? Mm-hmm. Then they are willing to do that of Black people roller skating and having fun. Actually, I can Lucky. think of a, um, <laughs> a creator that you and I both have witnessed, um, It's an an older gentleman who does a lot of roller skating videos where he's dancing and having fun. Uh, I want to learn his moves, which is why I'm watching. Um, (laughs) And, you know, this gets way less views from people who are not Black Mm -hmm. than the rest.
0: Right. And the fact that me being joyful and laughing and enjoying myself is less interesting than me being harmed or addressing harm is harmful. Yes. And so I think it's very worthwhile to acknowledge what are you taking in and witnessing that is based in Black joy and how much of that can you prioritize to really shift your perspective of the Black experience, of Black history being made right now on a day-to-day basis let alone what came previously and what is yet to come
1: well and also think about like how can you counteract the rest of culture that we don't necessarily have control over we only can be in charge of our own actions correct and one way to do that is as you are number 1 finding content creators experiences that center black joy Go find them, go participate in that. Number Mm -hmm. two, if that is taking place in a social platform, do your part, like it, comment on it, watch it all the way through, share it with a friend. Um, If it's not Mm -hmm. happening in a social platform and say it's in-person meetups and things, start to invite friends, tell people how great of a time you have, write a review about it. There are so many small little things that we can do that don't cost us one penny, to support other people and their experiences. And yet somehow, I think they often get left behind. They don't cost us a penny and, comma,
0: pay Black people. Because the constant witnessing and educating for free, that's not okay either. We're already making less. Pay Black people. You want to be
1: paid, pay Black people. I don't even know if there's anything I can add to that without going in a whole nother episode of conversation.
0: I just just want to make sure that it is understood that everything that we talked about, I just want people to find the joy in the history of Black people. And I want you to be present for the current creation of the history of black people in joyous ways. I want you to recognize that that history, black history is being created right now. We are black history in the making. Help us to honor that by being present to us being able to safely
1: exist. Podcasts, books, and articles are the places that we start, but they have to become a part of how you take action, part of how you learn and unlearn so that you can live, lead, and love in a more equitable way. Ready to create some impact, but are feeling stuck? Well, one way that you can do that is to donate to the podcast. You can support change, break barriers, and vote with your dollars via a financial contribution to the Pause and the Play podcast. Your contribution goes towards podcast production, show notes, and article writing expenses necessary to continue providing this free resource to those seeking to take action and create a more equitable future. You can learn more and submit your contribution at the dollar amount of your choice over at pauseontheplay.com slash show.
0: This entire conversation was created to give you a way to have a reminder that reconsidering your normal is valid. That allowing people to safely, securely, and within their own integrity and identity to exist is necessary. Black people are owed this. We deserve this. It is our birthright. And so for understanding this and holding space for that, And for showing up here as we have this real conversation about that, I thank you. Every single time you show up here together, we are all removing stigma and creating real change and connection, crossing lines and recreating boundaries in order to support, not separate. Together, we'll continue getting more people to drop the veil while challenging their thoughts, feelings, Actions and state of being. So, until the next time, keep the dialogue going. Bye. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. And then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?